to the Low Nation Midday, or a little after midday sports report today. <laughs> Appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in to the Nation. Don't forget to hit that like button. Share this content. Share, share, share if you can. Uh, we're going to talk about a few things, a few topics here. Then we're going to, going to open it up for a Q&A at the end. Uh, appreciate each and every last one of you guys. Thank those who uh, hit the uh, notification bell. It's always a plus. We live on Law Nation's 2.0 page as well. So uh, just keep in mind, I will try to get out to your uh, comments as soon as possible once everything is updated and things of that nature. Uh, today's, today's topic will be... Um, the avenue range of uh, uh, Dak Prescott, you know, <clears throat> he played against a Super Bowl champion, right? <laughs> Carson Wentz. Uh, one can argue the fact that technically it's not Carson Super Bowl, or somebody can say, "Hey, it's his Super Bowl." So it is what it is. Uh, the questioning of the day or or the hour is Dak Prescott closing the gap on Carson Wentz. Uh, Speak for yourself had a topic. And it was interesting to me. Shout out to Abdu for uh, tuning in on the Periscope. We are live on Twitch, Periscope, and we are live. Uh, Rob Lowe, that's the truth. Hello to you. Thank you for tuning in as well. So we're going to get this thing going one way or another. Really appreciate each and every last one of you guys. You guys know how this thing roll. You know, roll the nation, hit up, subscribe, share, and follow. And I got a podcast, L-A-W Nation. They're not on the same level. And it's okay. It's not an indictment on Dak. You're talking about comparing him to another young stud who was an MVP candidate before injury. Dak has never been an MVP candidate. I mean, even in his rookie year, we were just like, wow, overachiever. Okay. Wow, maybe the franchise is in good hands <clears throat> post-Romo. But no one ever put him in an MVP conversation. I'm not going to insert him right now. You look at his <clears throat> quarterback rating, 95. Applause. You look at Carson Wentz, who took a step back, 101. Still playing better with one and a half knees. So respect to what Dak has done, but Carson is still greater. Hey, with that being said, uh, of course, that's how the natural flow of things should be. Carson was a first overall, what, first round draft pick, not first overall, I think second or something like that. Uh, drafted by the filthy uh, with high expectations. And when you have high expectations, the guy can throw the ball. There's no, no issues with his accuracy. Now, <clears throat> what he does do as well at times, he does, he do. Dink and dunk as well. Dink and dunk went. So if you everybody give the, the the thing of the notion of dink and dunk whack, dak or what have you. And and this is the thing, Cowboy Nation. This is not me trying to stand on a mountain and say that Dak Prescott is like years ahead of Carson. But if you're looking at the bargain of money, you know, these two shouldn't be in the same arena. They they shouldn't even been spoken up uh throughout the media. One was drafted in the fourth round. And the other was drafted in the first. A lot of people fail to realize that it's kind of sort of me buying a $10,000 car and someone buying a $100,000 car and we in the same arena. It's, it don't supposed to be that way. And, and it is what it is. If you talk about the, uh, the, 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 the team that was surrounded around Carson his first year, it was horrible, right? Second year, they went and got some uh, some people for him, Alshon Jefferson and, and the other kid that can take the top off the defense. I forgot his name. He was a fast guy, but they got rid of him, <clears throat> and it shows. And uh, Zach Ertz, come on. <laughs> and uh, when they took Trey Boston away from a Burton, I, been, I meant to say Trey Burton, he's over there, uh, I, I want to say, in Chicago. It hurt. It hurt Carson. Carson is a guy that's going to attack the middle of the field and then they're running attack. People fail to realize last year the Eagles were third overall in rushing. If it was nothing to do with the passing, the run opened up the pass. So a lot of people say fly, Eagles fly. No, it was like run, Eagles run. <laughs> so that's just the bottom line. I know some people are going to fall deaf ears to this, but that's the truth and that's the scenario. Guys know how this thing is rocking, like rocking and rolling. Let's go. Do you know what Dak did as a rookie? Hmm. He protected the football. Protect his house? And if he can protect the football moving forward, he can absolutely be on the same playing field as Carson Wentz. Now, Dak isn't going to do it the way Carson Wentz does it. He's not going to sit back and throw the ball 30, 40 times a game. He's going to rely on his run game. He's going to protect the football, and he's going to take his shots when he needs to. I played against both of these guys. Hmm. And to me, it's not a real big difference because Dak uses his legs kind of like Cam Newton does. 
And Carson Wentz is going to throw the ball, but he can use his legs as well, kind of like an Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying he's Aaron Rodgers, but like those are the two guys. Doesn't mean Cam Newton wasn't an MVP. It just means they they win different ways. And I I absolutely think Dak is a lot closer than. To, to Carson Wentz, the no. numbers don't lie. Yo, the numbers I don't lie. Those games. Just look at the look at the wins Boy, they, and losses. Y'all really selling this selling this game. They're trying to hype it up. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't in the, I, I just I don't. This is what I understand. Dak Prescott right now is taking credit for what the team is doing. Mm. The defense is playing well. They're playing well in other phases of the game. Hold, hold, hold. That's what a quarterback's supposed to do. Take credit for what the team is doing. It kills me, and I hate to say this. Can anybody mention that the Eagles last year defense was top in the NFL? Can anybody mention what I just said earlier? It's crazy how this guy can get on national football, talk radio, speak for yourself. I know he's speaking for himself and say that, oh, he's taking credit for what everybody else is doing around him. For years, for years, Tom Brady took credit of what the coaches is able to do, what the actual defense is able to do. Dink and dunk Tom Brady. Yes, he got three Super Bowls in his first five years or first six years or what have you. But one can argue the fact that it would not be if it was not for Bill Belichick. Tom Brady, of all people, was nothing more than a quote-unquote game manager. I pulled that up with via facts to validate what I'm saying. I'm not just going out here saying ah, da 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 boo. But what I'm saying is right now that Tom Brady, he was able to be around a team. This is a team sport. This is not an individual sport. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, Big Ben, had Jerome Bettis, had those Troy Polamalu's of the world. I meant Bert, I butchered that man's name. But he had all these guys around him. That's what it takes to win as a team. But every time we look at this thing and we're talking about the exact same thing over and over again, people fail to realize that it's a team sport. If you think I'm lying, why? how come Aaron Rodgers only got one Super Bowl ring? I will sit and wait. I will wait. Aaron Rodgers got one Super Bowl ring because right now his team collectively is trash. But Aaron Rodgers, he can throw a ball through a keyhole. People fail to realize the reason why Aaron Rodgers is getting paid thirty-three and a half million dollars and got sixty-seven million guaranteed, and he have no other money to give to anyone else, and that's a detriment. The way you win in the National Football League, unless you win early with your young quarterback, and if your quarterback takes a discount, people fail to realize. I want you guys to use this right here. Tom Brady, even right now, he's only getting paid fourteen and a half, fifteen million, something like that a year. Because he understands the whole philosophy. I cannot get paid $33 million, or I cannot get paid $40 million or what have you, or 67 guaranteed because the money will not trickle down. And it will overall look bad on me. But I'm going, I'm going to sacrifice. I got a wife to make money. You see, that's what Tom Brady is doing. And Dak Prescott, yes, he benefits from Ezekiel Elliott. Yes, it's supposed to be. Shouldn't I go up there and start saying, hey, is Jordan Howard closing the gap of Ezekiel Elliott? No, it don't work that way. <laughs> See, this is how foolery starts. You know, people just still fail to realize that Ezekiel Elliott, the, the talk track to the, today should be, is Ezekiel Elliott closing the gap on Carson? Or Carson Wentz, is he closing the gap on Ezekiel Elliott? Vice versa. Because those guys on the draft boards, tags were touching for most teams. <laughs> I'm going to bring out the Dak facts. Prescott is kind of riding the pony a little bit, and he's getting the credit for it. We just showed a clip of, of, of Wentz, Carson Wentz rolling out of the pocket and throwing that accurate pass. Yeah, Dak Prescott couldn't do that to save his life, and that's, that's how I compare these guys. Yeah. If one-on-one across the board, Dak Prescott is nowhere near what Carson Wentz is. Carson Wentz is coming off a knee injury. People don't understand that when you have a big knee injury like that, yeah, you can play in six months, eight months, but you're not completely comfortable to 12 and 14 months. So he's working his way back in. He's getting comfortable in the field again. And that's why when you, when you see later on this, these last few games, he's really going to start turning up because he's now confident in his body. And we're starting to see that. We didn't see that early on during the year. Right. He, was, he wasn't confident. You he, talk about that throw on the run, on outside the, run. the pocket. You talk about the touchdown pass right. extending the play outside the pocket. That's his formula. His formula is to extend plays to go out there and use his arm talent. Whereas 
I really don't know what Dak's formula is other than two of his three years, he's had great defenses. Two of his three years, two-plus, with Ezekiel Elliott in the run game, but the suspension obviously undermined that. But you're correct. He is taking credit in a large sum for what is surrounding him, which is usually a great defense and usually a great running game. But why is... So the Eagles' defense was trash, and they only had Carson Wentz. He was the only guy that was able to elevate their team uh, last year. (laughs) <laughs> and when they went, I think, 7-9 and nine, their first year or 9-7, and seven, whatever the record they went to through their first year, that was all Carson, right? Carson Wentz is the guy that can walk on freaking water. Oh, okay, okay. All right, continue. Is that surrounding him? It's surrounding him because they have the money to do that. Moving forward, Dak is who he is. Dak was drafted, what, in the third round? No, fourth pick. round, I think. Fourth round pick, okay? Mm-hmm. He- Correction, not just the fourth round pick, the second pick out of the fourth round for the Dallas Cowboys. They had another guy named Charles Tapper that was drafted before him. He's going to probably get a contract around the ballpark of 15 to $18 million moving forward if Dallas chooses to make him the guy. Oh, Carson yeah. Wentz is going to get 30-plus million. Okay. And so his team is going to rely heavily on him. Mm-hmm. Dak's team's not going to have to rely solely on him to win every ball but game. But you know you and have. that's the you, way you build. You have made this conversation grander than the, the question. Di- but that's the difference in building these teams. I, I don't mind it's, making it grander. I, I'm shocked, though, as a defensive back. If you're sitting there as a defensive back, you're like, I see Dak Prescott on the schedule and I see Carson Wentz on the schedule. As a defensive back, it can't be close. Now, the first time I played against Dak Prescott, I'm looking at his college film. I said, there's no way this kid's going to beat us. And then I sat there and I watched him use his run game. The protection was great in the pocket, so he didn't have a lot of pressure on him. I saw him make really, really good throws to, to, to really good players around him. And I think that's the formula for him. He's going he's gonna to be able to make those easy plays, but he's going to, I mean, Dallas moving forward is going to have to get a tight end. They're going to spend some money on the tight end. There you Obviously, go. they're going to spend money. My goodness, this guy deserves a raise right now. He's the only guy that's on this platform who played against Dak Prescott. Listen, Cowboy Nation, and listen to all of the Dak Prescott haters out there and all of the Eagles fans that are joining in. Come on, tune on in right now. He just said what I've been echoing down the line. The number one Best friend for any young quarterback is a tight end. Trust me, I love, I love Jason Witten. I, I love Jason Witten, but you give Dak Prescott a, a Zach Ertz or a Travis Kelsey, or if you give him a young Gronkowski, whatever that guy's name that plays up there in, in Boston, and then on top of that, re remember this right here. Listen to me, Cowboys Nation. You know that for sure you saw Drew Brees, one of the better throwers of the balls that you can ever lay your eyes on. But when they took away Jimmy Graham, 79, 79, 79, you got to have a tight end that's in the middle of the field that can take advantages of those mismatches a tight end six foot five and above and and above they can utilize that height for a young quarterback to have that tight end is everything not something it's everything and then on top of that you already know i can go back to this right here i love tony romo but tony romo best friend was always jason witten tony romo would look for jason witten before he looked for terrell owens for crying out loud and we know that Jason Witten was that sure hand catcher. But one, one thing that I can argue, can you imagine? I'm going all the way back for you guys, Cowboy Nation. Can you imagine if Tony Romo had a, a Zach Ertz or a, a uh, Travis uh, Kelsey, whatever that guy's name in Kansas City, or, or the guy that played for Antonio Gonzalez? Now, I'm not discounting what <laughs> – trust me, I'm not discounting Jason Witten, who should be a shoe-in Hall of Famer, but we saw – that young Jason Witten being able to create separation, just a knowledgeable of the game. You can flex him inside. He can be an inline blocker. He can run those inline routes. He can also flex out as a fullback into the backfield and catch those blocks and things like that. That's everything for a young quarterback. And then on top of that, you add in the fact that you got Ezekiel, my man, Elliott. Come on, man. You guys miss me with this stuff. I know that Dak Prescott is limited in a whole bunch of factors. And he's not the best thing since sliced bread. Yes, he don't. He do not belongs in the same room as Carson Wentz. But by this being a topic, that lets me know that he got something. And those intangibles, we're going to pull up the comparison just in a few minutes. Let's go. Money on Amari Cooper. They're going to probably get another guy opposite Amari Cooper. Philly's not going to have that luxury. Moving forward, when 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 Carson Wentz is getting paid thirty million dollars plus. 
who are going to be the guys around him. So Carson is absolutely going to have to be just naturally better than Dak Prescott ever will have to be to be considered the same in that category because you you get judged off wins and losses at the end of the day. What's your, what? Yes, indeed. So uh, we can go back right, right here. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, I know he got his butt ate up with uh, uh, D-Hop, but uh, shout out to him, man. Uh, let me see what we can do to bring up the facts. The, we want to bring up the facts, okay? We're going to pull this up. Everybody know how this thing flows with everything. We're going to type it in into the system. You can do the same at profootballreference.com forward slash comparison and we're going to see with our eyes what's going on with these comparisons and things of that nature i really appreciate each and every last one of you guys for tuning in to the show let me pull in let me pull up dak prescott <clears throat> dak prescott we're gonna go from year yeah, three and wins we're gonna type in wins yeah wins we'll pull them up that way and yeah, 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 three years. Okay, give it all. They the years is not over with yet. Of course, we know that Dak Prescott played several more games than uh than Carson. But uh, let's look at everything collectively. I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys for tuning in to this day. All right, so the first thing we want to look at, Cowboy Nation, is per game. And I pulled this up before. They're talking about completion percentages. He's 19.6, of course. That's the completion per game or what have you. Carson, he throws the ball a little bit more, 23.1. That's what's dictated by the offense. As we look at the yards per game on a collective basis, 219.7 yards, 254.5. Yes, these are far, far, far beyond each other. These two numbers here, I would give the win and everything to Carson Wentz. But what are they asking Carson Wentz to do? 36 attempts a game. That means, hey, we want you to throw the ball down the field. Oh, okay. So let's look at these two categories here. Can you guys see that on your, on your TV? Let me know. Let me know if you can see that on your on your TV or your or, or your smartphone or what have you. So we're looking at the uh, percentages here. 1.7, a .7, that's meaning interceptions close to a one interception a game. So both of these guys are in favor of the same deal. As far as tackling of sack, getting sack out there, 2.3 apiece. Yes, we can look at that. And then on top of that, the uh, reception, rushing, yeah, 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 yeah. 21, so Dak runs 21 yards a game, opposed to uh, Carson Wentz, 14. So you're looking at those differentials there, pretty much in the same wheelhouse. Of course, Dak, touchdown, rushing touchdowns a little bit higher. You, you, you will expect that because he's running the ball a little bit more. 21.4 opposed to 14. So if you add the 21.4 to 219, you're getting a good number there. And then you're talking about this right here, the 14 plus the 254. You're getting a good number there. So you're getting a, a both quarterbacks. One drafted in the fourth round. The other drafted in the uh, first round. So you're getting a, a close comparison. It's kind of sort of like me comparing whoever the filthy that drafted in their fourth round, whoever their fourth round draft pick, if so happened that they was to draft a, a running back and me comparing their running back, their fourth round running back to Ezekiel Elliott. It would be crazy, wouldn't it? Nobody wouldn't even mention this. They would say, hey, that's crazy comparison right there. How can you compare Ezekiel Elliott to da-da-da-da-da? You know, th this is crazy to me how people are just so so minute with their information when, you, when you're talking about football and their development of, of a quarterback. You got 44 games and 39 games with, the Dak, with, with Carson Wentz, Dak versus Carson on this thing. All right, completion percentages or completion passes. Hey, the attempts are pretty much he's about a hundred or so, hundred and three or so more than uh than than uh than Dak Prescott. The crazy part about this attempt is that Dak Dak Prescott played several more games than Carson at this point. The yardage, the completion percentage. One is sixty five point seven. The other is sixty three point sixty three point six. The yardage amount is pretty much in the same deal. So this is the thing. 67 touchdowns. Carson Wentz is throwing that ball and he getting touchdown. That's cool. That's cool. Remember that number. Remember that number. 67 touchdowns to Dak Prescott, 59. Okay. Look at the rating. 95.5. 91.8. Mm, longest pass. Uh, yeah, 90, 73. 
interception ratio. Carson, he takes a little bit more chances, 28 interceptions opposed to Dak Prescott, 22. We going line by line. <laughs> and keep in mind, Dak Prescott played a little bit more games than this guy, right? So let's look at the yards per attempt. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, do you guys see that number? I see that number. Oh, dink and dunk. Oh, okay. That's what they say, dink and dunk and dunk and dink. Hmm. Look at this number. What do you see with your eyes? 7.4 opposed to 7.0. Huh. That means the ball is traveling. Hmm. In the air. <laughs> 7.4, 7.0. Pull out your calculator. You do that math and I do mine, right? <laughs> All right, so this is the other thing too. We talked about the 59. Everybody mad about that. And people talk, start talking about the fact that, that 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 is not good enough for your quarterback. But I look at it from another aspect of it. Let me pull out this thing right here. You got how much of a touchdown is worth? Six points, right? If I take 17 times 6, what would that give me? 17 times 6. Whoever have a, a calculator on hand, bring that out. Uh, Kuros, thank you for making the donation to Help Grow the Nation. Really appreciate you. 17, plus, 17 times 9 is 102 points. So as much as we scoff and we, uh, I guess, look down and shun and uh, denigrate this 59 number right here. Where that number at? Where are you number? 59 touchdowns. That means if you don't like what you're seeing, then that means you got to take away these 17 touchdowns here. 17 touchdowns is 102 points. I, I know some Brown teams. I know some Jet teams. I know some Cincinnati Bengal teams. I know some Bills uh, teams. I know some Miami Dolphin teams wish that they quarterback and make this many touchdowns in it within their first three years. Opposed to, oh, wow, two touchdowns. So what I'm saying is you can't just look at one side of the table when you're talking about young quarterbacks. This guy puts it in on the ground. I would rather for a quarterback to win versus anything. Now, of course, of course, I'm silver and blue nation all day to the day I die. I can just say I can say that. Can I can you guys contest to that? But when you start talking about taking money off the field, that's 17, regardless how you look at it. And uh Let's see right here. 17 plus 59 will give you, what, 76, right? 67 plus 2. Uh, I don't know what that is, right? I think that's oh, 68, 69. Uh, <laughs> so you just cannot discount money that's on the board. I understand that he may not be the quarterback that you want, Cowboy Nation, but I'm here to tell you guys that it is what it is. This is a fourth-round draft pick. The second pick out of the fourth-round draft pick at that. The other guy not even on his team that they drafted ahead of him. So we got to understand that Cowboy Nation, it is what it is. It may not be all ice cream and butterflies and rainbows and sunshine, but you got a quarterback that at least got your team to 75 collectively. Not saying that the quarterback should get all the credit because the team should be looking at Ezekiel Elliott. Should I pull up Ezekiel Elliott's stats opposed to a Jordan Howard and make, make a whole show out of that? Should every channel that you turn on, they're talking about Dak Prescott. It's crazy to me. It is so silly to me how people can really look at it and they call Dak Prescott dink and dunk, but I just showed you stats that show that Carson Wentz does the same. Come on now. <laughs> if Sean Payton was the Cowboys, it'd be a, he'd replace Dak with a quarterback. Who knows? How would you know that? How would you know what Sean Payton would do when he just praises Dak Prescott? This is from Jay Buck, man. But I appreciate your comment. Those convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. We have to understand that this right here, is a, a, a game about wins and losses. As long as you can put that W in the win column, that's all that count, baby. That's all that counts, man. I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys. I'm going to try to read your questioning. Really, really thank you for tuning in to the nation. You guys know how this thing go one way or another. We're going to talk it out. We're going to bring up these things right here, what which I call facts. Uh, that's, in, that's in pro football reference. If you have an issue with that, Go to them and say, hey, those those facts that law just put out there was false. Falsehood. 
Dak Prescott is trash. <laughs> Those stats shouldn't be there. <laughs> so don't don't shoot the messenger. I'm just the messenger pulling out what I see with my eyes, you know. So let me know how you guys feel all together collectively about this thing. Uh, whether or not you really think that what I showed you was falsehood. <laughs> what it is, it's just what it is. It's facts. It's factual information that we pull out so that everybody can see. Uh, let me see if I can pull up this thing here. I really appreciate you guys for, for tuning in to this thing. Uh, don't forget to put down who you think that I should pull up another quarterback. I can pull up any quarterback and we can see how far Dak Prescott is away from this thing or how close he is. Uh, Robert Lowe, shout out to you. Uh, let me just give a shout out to the first person that's in the chat box, man, uh, on my Law Nations 1.0. Uh, Texas Kid, thank you for tuning in. Jig, thank you for being the second person. And Jay Buck. Hey, man, you got to step it up a little bit, man. <laughs> what's up, man? Townsend, what's good, man? We're good at safety. Man, we need a tight end. Yes, we do need a tight end. I love what Rico can do. I love his ability to catch the ball and run upfield and things like that. But I think that what the problem is with Rico is just assignment and learning the plays. <laughs> it's just the bottom line. Uh, Jay Welder, appreciate you, man. Palm Coast, yes, appreciate you. Florida, Sunshine State, Brent, shout out to you, man. Uh, awesome swat fire fire football yeah thank you for the fire man trey f kennedy man what's good man dak will never lead <laughs> a collapse or epic scale mm -hmm. joe flacco okay i feel what you're saying trey joe flacco let me pull up joe flacco some people call him fluke but we're gonna see what we can do when we pull up joe's numbers you know appreciate you i got this is a request uh, I think somebody put Philip Rivers in before. So let me just pull up these things uh, so that everybody can see these things out here. Dak Prescott. We're going to do Philip. Uh, Rivers, Rivers, Rivers. Come on, where you at? R I V. Come on, Philip, where you at? Philip Rivers, come on. There you go, way down here. Bam. And somebody said Flacco, F-L-A-C-C-O, right? And you guys know. Okay, so one, two, three. I think Phillip Rivers didn't play his first year. So what I'm going to do with Phillip Rivers, I'm going to obscure his numbers just a little bit. And we're going to go one, two, three, and four. And uh, for Joe, uh, let me know in the comment box before I put up his numbers. Did he play his first year? Let me know. Uh, shout out to you, Charles, man. Thank you for tuning in to the nation. Uh, Cedric Flacco numbers are crazy in the playoff, though. Yeah, shout out to you. Yeah, he was crazy. But remember what I said about Joe and, uh, and that defense and everything else, right? They would give him credit, right? And they would discount that credit, right? <laughs> it, it's crazy to me. All right, Jimmy G, Gronk, yeah. So I'm going to go put first rear. And somebody put out there uh, golf. Golf numbers should, uh, should should look a little bit better. Golf. And we're going to hit uh, get results. Everyone have reasonings, but results are what matter. All right, so we're going to look at this thing. Uh, <clears throat> All right, completion. Uh, all right, so, of course, uh, out of this list, everybody, uh, let me know. Give me a thumbs up if you can see it on your screen right here. All right, so we got Jerry Goff up top of completion, of course, but we're looking at the attempts, and uh, the attempt aspect of it is that uh, Goff had a little bit more attempts, but uh, as far as completion, 20 to 32 ratio, that's pretty cool. Dak Prescott is second on this list, and then we're going to look at yards, all right? <clears throat> I know this can't be true. Let's see. All right, so 254 game. Yes, Jerry Goff is throwing the ball around. More comparable with uh, the Carson with the yards, 254. That's a good number to be at. Believe it or not, I would rather – a lot of people saying 300 yards, 300, 300. I'm looking at the range around 240, 255. That's a good game for 60 minutes throwing the ball down the field. I do know that everybody thinks it's a pass-happy league. But I would rather this, – this is the perfect stat ratio for me. I don't know about for you guys. 250 yards for the quarterback, 100, just 100. You don't have to get 180, 200 yards for your running back, but just right at 100, maybe 90 to 100, 110 yards for the running back. And that will be a good balanced game 
to me. I love balance when I play or when, when you look at the field. So you're looking at 219 for Dak Prescott. These are the quarterbacks in their first three years. Phillip Rivers, I may have to stretch it out just a little bit further because 185 yards in three years, that just look crazy to me. Let me look at the games played. Yeah, that, that, so that number is kind of crazy. He only played 36 games. Uh, his first three years. So that number right there, you see that number right there got highlighted. So I may have to go back in and finagle it a little bit because I think Phillip maybe maybe didn't play his first year and a half, looks like. All right, so touchdowns. What we're looking at, touchdowns. Uh, <clears throat> who's leading out of this list? We are looking at golf. He's averaging, especially this year's number, spiked up everything. So after this year, uh, it should be right at two touchdowns a game. Him and Pat Mahomes, they just launching that thing down the field, doing their thing, and it's nasty. And I like what I'm seeing from here. But when we look at these numbers, I should have kept uh, Carson Wentz number in here so we can get a full picture. You see what I'm saying? But um, in that pack, uh, Dak Prescott is at the second to the blast from this list, and that's just how it goes from here. And, and, I, and I hate to have Phillip Rivers in here because I think that he didn't start his first year and a half. Uh, that's why that number looks obscured that way. Uh, what we want to look at rushing, you know, of course, Dak is on top of that at 21.4. The next closest person is Flacco uh, and it's 6.7 yards a game. So Dak is averaging about 20 yards uh, a game by his legs. But let's look at this thing. This is the thing that everybody wants to know. Everybody want to know. Shout out to you, Santana. And who else? We got uh, a 1152 Daniel Mazza. Appreciate you for tuning in to the nation. Uh, Kenneth Lott Law. When are you and Okoye going to hook up? Uh, I need to hook up with Okoye uh, as soon as possible. So hopefully before this Eagle game so I can really talk to him and he can talk to me about what he feels about Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott. But guys, if you don't know who Okoye is, Okoye Media, he does some film breakdowns, film reviews. He talked to uh, about this sports. Dak is better than Wentz. This is from Henderson. I mean, that's from your words, not mine, right? I'm saying that here that Dak Prescott, for what he does for his particular team, is serviceable enough to win. I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is trash. I'm not saying that Dak Prescott is trash. But what I'm saying, for Dak Prescott to be in the same arena, is all beneficial to the Cowboys. We drafted this brother in the fourth round. People fail to realize that. It's like getting a bargain. <laughs> it's like both of us buying Ferraris. Well, I'm not calling both of them Ferraris, but it's like both of us buying a sports car, and I pay only ten grand for mine, and the filthy, they paid 100000 You see? <laughs> but let's look at this, man, uh, the completion percentage. We're just going to jump to the chase. All right, so 65.7. That's, in, that's, on my, that's on your TV? That's on mine, right? 65.7. All right, so let's look at the yards. Who who throwing the ball around? Joe knows, right? Joe Flacco, out of his first three years, he threw the ball more than anybody out there. 10,000 yards, 10 racks, you know what I mean? Dak is second. Oh, why Jared Goff a little far down here, man? <laughs> oh, I forgot. He had a subpar coaching staff his first year, right? <laughs> his first year he had a subpar coaching staff who look like trash out there, who translate that to this uh, type of uh, production. That's what it is. That's, this, is what the, 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 this is what the stats say. <laughs> I, I'm not making this up. You guys are seeing it with your eyes. I highlighted it so you guys can see it. <laughs> oh, taste and see, right? Oh, but, but he dinks and dunks, though. Let, let's look over here to the uh, – let me uh, highlight him. And uh, we're going to look – at the touchdown ratio. Oh, okay. Look at these boys dropping 60 touchdowns in their first three years. Of course, like I said with Phillip Rivers, just discount him. He don't belong on this list because of the fact that I didn't go further. I went through the first four years. I should have went with the first five years because he didn't play a year and a half if you look at the games. But Jerry Goff opposed to what? Um, uh, Phillip is doing is comparable because he played less games and he's still up there in the mix. So, yeah, so I'm a little bit off on Jerry Goff's stats as well. Uh, I, I would say that I'm calling the spade a spade, but look, because he only played 34 games opposed to 44. So that's the 10 games in differential. So I'm, I'm wrong, guys. I ain't going to lie. I'm wrong on that, you know. But shout out to him, though. But, but still, still at the end of the day, his numbers 
and values that speak for itself. But let's look at this right here. So, and I, I'll go back and see how these things should look in the past and the future and what have you. Uh, shout out to those who are out there making donation to help grow the nation. Antoine Meyer said, different games, man. Dak doesn't need to, needs to do much. Oh, man. I, 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 I can debate that. Carson. People fail to realize. Let's go back to last year when they won the Super Bowl. Antoine, would you take last year filthy defense last year? Would you take that last year for the Cowboys? They was flying out to the ball. They had that nice front four. Everything was there as far as the DBs. That defense was nasty last year. I'm not talking about for their defense for this year, but that defense was nasty. So that helped them out. And then on top of that, Although people talk about fly, Eagles fly, it was run, Eagles run. Third overall in rushing last year. And then all of a sudden, now they're the best thing since sliced bread. David Alexander the Great put $20 in the thing saying, uh, we can beat the Sheik Schmeagles. 31-19, he's already declaring, he's already decreeing that the Cowboys are going to stomp out the Eagles. That's what they should do, hit them and punch them in the mouth. But shout out to you, man, for making that that donation to help grow the nation and to put it out there on the wax what you feel the game should be. And it can be if we continue to just stay focused and humble ourselves. But let's look at these other numbers right here. Interceptions. All right, Flacco. Don't call him Fluco at this point. He threw 34 interceptions. 34 interceptions right here. One can argue the fact since Joe and Jared had, uh, how many games? Joe had a little bit more games. But since Jerry Goff had less games, he should have less interceptions. That's how the stats can make it look like, right? But he had 21 interceptions. 21. 21. Is this thing acting right? Yeah, there you go. This is the proper order. 34, 25, 22. Jerry Goff is at the low end of this thing. And shout out to him. 21 interceptions, but he's still close to these guys. That means he's taking more chances down the ball, down the field, and he's getting the ball out quick. You want to know how I know? Look at this right here. Look at it, 52 sacks, of course, he played less games. 77 sacks, of course, he played less games. But they getting the ball out right there. That's what I like to see right there. Jerry Goff getting that ball out. Ball out, ball out, yeah. All right, so we're going to look at rushing touchdowns. Like I said, you cannot take away these 102 points and get mad at the 59. If this was like 39 touchdowns uh, passing, then I'll be mad. <laughs> but he still put up 59 touchdowns and also put up 17 touchdowns. Yeah, so those are good numbers there, guys. Regardless of how you look at it, whether or not you're doing it with your legs, whether or not you're doing it with your arms, that's 102 points. That's the intangible. That's what Dak Prescott is bringing to the table. That's just what it is. I'm 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 just telling you guys the raw truth. Hey, even Flacco, he ran a 38-yard. <laughs> I wonder what game that was. i like to bring up that highlight. He ran a 38-yard touchdown or 38-yard run. That's tight. All right, so as we look at these numbers, numbers speak for themselves. They, they validate everything because it's something tangible that you can see with your eyes. No, Garrett has a job security, Brian Henderson. Who else? Who else you guys want me to put down there to go over and look at these stats? Let me know. I want to know from you guys. Uh, B. Henderson t- said, Tim, yeah, shout out to you. 1152 said, J-Wad, yeah, it was good with you, man. Thank you for tuning in. Brian, what's good? Agreed by B. Henderson. What Henderson talking about? Dak has wins over <laughs> wins, uh, including his senior bowl. Steve Air McNair, and we got Tony Romo and Blake Borders. Yeah, we're gonna look those guys' stats up right now. Uh, Steve Air McNair. Put Dak Prescott right here, and uh, you guys are gonna have to help me out with Tony. Let me just put Tony Romo in. Uh, Romo, Romo. When I type in Tony, oh, they had another Tony Romero. <laughs> 1961 to 1967. I'm going to look him up. Can, can you guys believe another Tony <laughs> played into the National Football League? All right, so we know for sure. When did Tony Romo get his, got his start? It was 2006, right? Because we know these first three years, we really can't pull. It would just do a, a, a dis, disservices to Tony. And, and, of course, people fail to realize when you're on the bench, you're picking up a lot of stuff. You, you, you're learning. You're figuring out what you need to do and what you can't do and what you should do out there on the field. What was his first start? Was it 2006? 
I, 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 the quarterbacks that got to do this got to be uh, from for three years. I, I can't do Trubisky. I think this this is only his second year, you know, so I don't want to even try to crunch those numbers. So it's from 06, 07, 08. Okay, so we're going to go um, – this don't count, this don't count. I hope they don't throw this in. So – all right, so we're going to go, let's see if I can do it this way, 06, and then we're going to go from 07, 08, 06, 07, 08, or should I just slide in 09? Let me know. Let me know before I hit enter, and I'm going to do Steve Air McNair. Steve Air uh, McNair, okay. I'm putting Air McNair like they're going to put that in there. So, this is the problem with Steve. I don't think he started his first year as well. So how I'm going to do this will be, man, somebody use your Google, man, and let me know when Steve started. <laughs> I could do Cam, though. I'm going to put in Cam. Um, let me know what year Steve Air McNair started. Was it 2005? No, it looks like he started before 2005, right? They had two Cam Newtons as a quarterback out there. Ain't that something? He spelled his name the exact same way. All right, so we can go right here. Uh, we're going to do his first three years. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Who else? Tim Tebow. I did Tim Tebow numbers the other day, and they are trash. They're nowhere close to Dak Prescott, but I can still throw them numbers in there. Uh, we did McNabb number the other day as well. Uh, what year that was? 98? Okay, appreciate you, man. So that's the year he got his start. All right, so we're going to go from 98. <clears throat> I'm just taking your word for it, man. I'm really taking just taking your word for it. So from 98, 99 to 2000, I hope that we are accurate with that number. Um, 96 to 99. So he got his start in 96. Steve Harry McNair got his start from 96 to 99. So that's the year he started. Okay. All right. So let me see. And Colin Cap numbers was pretty cool as well. I'll say somebody said put the Colin Cap numbers out there. All right, so I'm going to take this away, and we're going to go back from, you said from 96 to 99, right? Well, we're we just going to give McNair some love. We're going to do 96 from 2000. And uh, <laughs> I did Big Ben's numbers. I did Big Ben's number, but just for those who out there who got Tebow, we do Tebow, and then we'll do um, – Wentz earned zero. So he started from his second game on out for from 96. Uh, Colin Cap. How do you spell Kaepernick? <laughs> Colin. Help me out, man. Colin Cap. Man, y'all spell it out, man. <laughs> Kaeper. Kaeper Nichols. Help me out, man. Cap is trash. That's why they don't even have it up here. <laughs> that was somebody said that there. Robert Lowe, man, what's you good, man? <laughs> no Tebow, man. Uh, did Cap even? Oh, it's K-A-E. Okay. There you go. Appreciate it, man. I, so it's like, really, it's Kaepernick, but it's pronounced Kaepernick, huh? Man, this guy played one, two, six seasons, one, two, three. Um, we're just going to go four because I don't think he started his first year. Uh-huh. We're going to go four. How about that? We're going to get results, man. appreciate everybody for tuning into the nation as we look at these numbers to see what we can do as far as factual information. All right, so this looks good. I got too many years in for Steve Aaron McNair because it's showing 68 games, so his numbers are going to blow everybody's numbers out the water. Uh, but we'll see. Oh, man, I sure hate that I put in Steve. I wish I could just take him out. Uh, so it had to be from from 96 to 99 i shouldn't have gave him that love man all right so we're going to look at these numbers here man so for calvin kaepernick uh completion uh doc prescott is on that list number one uh as far as attempts uh cam whoa cam 30 attempts <laughs> that's horrible ratio cam 30 attempts and only 18 completion 30 attempts for 18 Dak Prescott, that's horrible, man, because it's a 29. These two guys are mirroring each other, right? These three. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's Tony, right? Oh, no, not the legend, the GOAT. But let's look at the yards, man. Let's look at this right here. 
All right, so 235 yards for Cam, and then 234 for Tony. We all know that Tony had a good arm out there and still got one, believe it or not. Uh, Steve Aaron McNair, uh, 96 from 2000. Oh, man, 100, 178 yards a game. Uh, this is the thing for Steve Aaron McNair. And, oh, oh, we're looking at Tim Tebow. They, they pretty much for three years, they told Tebow, please just don't even throw the ball. He only attempted to throw the ball 10 times and only completed five. So he was like right at, if, you, I'm on, if I'm going to tell you to attempt to throw the ball 10 times. So for those who out there, let me just tell you guys, I'm going to pull it up right now in reverse order. For those who like to say, hey, Dak Prescott is a Tim Tebow. No. Go read and go watch football. Go sit, figure this out for yourself. Pull up pro football reference. Don't listen to the Colin Cowherds of the world. Do not listen to Shannon and Stephen A. Smith. Pull up information yourself. Go buy the NFL game pass. The brother from another mother, no other. He's a bad guy. He got the intangibles to win the game, but he only attempted to throw the ball collectively in his three years, only 10 times. They asked Tim Tebow, please do not throw the ball. Don't throw it. 4.9. That was his completion percentage. Let's look at the yards, man. I'm tired of just proving you guys uh, right about these certain situations, right? <laughs> All right, so uh, 235, we have Tony Romo second on his list as far as yards per game for the first three years. Uh, we're looking at temp, uh, touchdowns. Tony Romo. Tony Romo was up there, man. Two yard, two touchdowns a game, basically. I'm a, when it's 1.8, you round that up. He's going to give you two touchdowns a game, basically. From 2006 to 2008, it looks like it's only two years, but it's actually three years according to the NFL uh, 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 measurables there. So it is what it is. Um, let's look at it from here. Interceptions, one. Yeah, he'll only give you one interception. That's a good number right there. It's like, but it's only one averaging one interception. Tebow didn't didn't give you that many turnovers. Then you had the uh, Cam of the Worlds, and then you had. Let me look. Let me make sure I'm right on these numbers. Thirty two games. Uh, it's not good. It's not good. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes, right in the numbers. 44, 45 games opposed to forty four games. So yeah. So these two numbers. So these numbers and stats are are valid. Is in the same. The only person that that numbers just kind of obscured a little bit is uh, Tim Tebow because he only played 35 games and uh, Steve Aaron McNair only paid, played uh, 68 games. Shout out for the donation to help grow the nation, man. Who we got? David Alexander. Tony Romo was drafted in 19th from Florida. Oh, yeah, it's that other Tony Romo. <laughs> yes, man, it's another Tony Romero. Romario, how you say that? Romeo? <laughs> Tony, Tony Romeo in 1961 through 1967. Ain't that something? Football facts, man. That's what I'm talking about, David, man. Appreciate you for going out there and bringing up the facts, man. All right, so let's look at this uh, number right here. Appreciate you, man, for tuning in for the nation. All right, so sacks. Who, who's just taking the sacks left and right? These two guys. This this does translate. And trust me, I'm, I'm trying to be as close on par with everything so you guys can understand what's in my little head, right? So we're talking about sacks. <clears throat> Normally, this translates to your offensive line and, and if the quarterback holding on to the ball too long, right? So, it's uh, Cam Newton. One can argue the fact that he got the same style and temperament of Dak Prescott. Uh, he's first-round draft pick as well. We got Colin Kaepernick that's right below Dak. So, these three guys right here uh, translate. And then you got Steve Aaron McNair, and then you have Romo, and then you have Tim Tebow. He's not getting sacked that much because he's, he's – He's rather throwing the ball. They're not asking him to throw the ball. So let's look at the rushing yards. We're just going to skip on over to here. Per game. This is collective numbers for the first three years. And <laughs> don't B. Henderson, I don't want to look up Troy Aikman's uh, stuff. It, it was horrible. Remember that one in 15 year? <laughs> and the second year was all okay. You know, it took about the year three, year four to get things right. All right, so 42 yards a game. That means he was running that rock. Everybody running that rock. Everybody but Romo. That's what I want. I want I want my quarterback to sit back and throw the ball, right? That's what everybody arguing. That's what everybody's saying to do, right? But let's look at the main stats. Let's look at the main thing while we're here. All right, so um I guess we can look at completions. 
of course, this number is going to be higher because he got, I, I put it almost, he got tons of games. He got 68 games opposed to everyone else. So let's just look at this one. This one shouldn't lie to you. Completion. Completion. This is everything. Uh, 65.7. That means the ball is getting out and going to the receiver. 63% of the time, Tony Romo, his ball is getting out, going to the receiver. 60. Uh, you in Tita Totter land right now. That means that the ball is barely getting to the receiver majority of the time. And then you got Cam, who was a first-round draft pick. And you got Steve McNair, who's doing his thing, but way down there. And you got Tim Tebow. I'm not the smartest person in the world, but 65 is far, far away from 47. I digress. Let's look at the touchdowns. All right, so out of that list, Tony Romo is just launching that ball around, baby. 81 touchdowns. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. I I, I got to say that's nice. Okay. All right, so 64 touchdowns. Tony Romo in his first three years as a starter, basically. And none of these guys belongs on the list in the same category. Because 81 opposed, that means that boy is throwing the ball down the field. He's getting touchdowns. Look at the rating, too. QB, QBR, that's what we like to see. So he's not only, and, I'm, and I told everybody, Tony Romo is a better throw of the ball than everybody on this list. I can tell you that right off the jump. <laughs> There's no comparison at all. This is almost blasphemous for me to even show you guys this stuff right here. <laughs> I hope you can zoom in. I hope you guys are able to see this with your eyes. That means Tony Romo was just launching that thing down there and at a, 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 a efficient rate, 94.7. One can argue 94. You can round it up to 95. You can say that's 96, but this is so close to each other. But I would rather, I ain't going to lie to you, I would rather have 81 and 96 any day. 81, 81, and, and you know, I'd rather have this right here. Look at the stat. 81 touchdowns. I'd rather have that course. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you now. <laughs> I don't have to lie to kick it with you guys. So, Colin Kaepernick, he did okay, 90%. Then, then Cam, 86. We're looking at numbers today, guys. We're just looking at the facts <laughs> before I rock and roll out of here. All right, so we're looking at here um, interceptions. Let's see how many who who just care, carelessly giving the ball away with great, with great risk also. With a great reward is also a great risk as well, right? So we're looking at Steve Aaron McNair. Of course, he has 68 games. So he's almost 20 games ahead of everyone at this particular deal. So just use Steve Aaron McNair as an outlier. Just, just don't even look at it because he got 48 touch, 48 uh, interceptions. But that's crazy because if we look at the touchdown to interception ratio, he only have 62 and he had played over 20 or close to almost Close to almost over 20 games more than Tony Romo at this time. So that'll let you know that, that Tony Romo was doing his deal. But also with that, uh, 46 interceptions with 46 turnovers, opposed to Dak Prescott, 22. And you know what? You know what I like out of this list? Guys, look over here. Look at this. Let's look at the sacks. Look, look where Tony Romo was at on this list. We're not even really looking at Tim Tebow because. <laughs> they didn't even ask him to even throw the ball. He, he on 10 attempts. I like this number. Believe it or not, I like 65 sacks opposed to everybody else being up there in the hundreds. So one could argue the fact with this information, Dak Prescott, offensive line, opposed to uh, Tony Romo, offensive line. You can look at it from so many different ways. We can look at it at the fact that maybe Tony Romo got the ball out. And we're going to look at this other stat as well of how many yards lost uh, in between these sacks or what have you. But neither here nor there, look at this right here. Just look at the yards average. I love this number. The ball traveling in the air. The ball traveling in the air is 8.1. That means he's throwing that ball down the field. Uh, Cam, old Cam is throwing the ball down the field as well. Colin, he's throwing the ball down the field. 7.4, he's throwing the ball midway. So we can look at those numbers here. We can see with our eyes that 8.1 is a good number, right? We can say that. But let me jump all the way over here to the touchdown. Wow. Wow. Look at Cam. Let's look at Cam. 28. 
28 touchdowns by his legs. That's MVP cam right there, right? MVP caliber cam. 28 touchdowns uh, plus a, um, how many he got throwing the ball? Let's look over here. 28 touchdowns rushing the ball. And then we're going to add in 64 um, <clears throat> 64. That's 92 touchdowns. 92 touchdowns. Uh, that, that's a lot of points out there. Uh, we're just going to time that by six. That's 552 points. Cam Newton put up. 552 points. That's why this guy was drafted in the first round. The intangibles, the things you just don't see out there on the film. Uh, 64 touchdowns. You can scoff at that number. Of course, you can look at uh, Steve McNair. But let's look at, we already know that what Ta Dak Prescott was doing. Uh, Tim Tebow, we understand that right here. <clears throat> so we're looking at all those numbers right here. Of course, Tony Romo put up two, but he was doing it with his arms. He was doing it 81 touchdowns plus uh, two is, of course, 83. Then we're going to times that by six. That's 492. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of money out there on the field for the three years. Uh, that's, a, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I like that number. All right, so let's look at Dak. 79, 59, da, 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 da. Uh, we'll do 59 plus 17. And we're going to look at uh, times six. 456 points Dak Prescott is accounted for. So, with that being said, guys, it's, it's, it's a close call with all these guys. There's no one that's just like light years ahead of anyone. Uh, but looking at these stats, we can clearly see that Romo numbers, he's throwing the ball down the field. And I would like to see Tony Romo numbers compared to Aaron Rodgers. And uh, you will see that. I, I've been saying this for years. Tony Romo, and I know I'm going to get a lot of Green Bay smackers hate, but Tony Romo was a better passer of the ball than Aaron Rodgers. I'll say it. I'm not scared. I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, Lord, now you really talking some cash money now, huh? You crazy, huh? Do you want me to pull that up? <laughs> do you guys want me to pull that up? I can do that right now. But that's a story of a different day, right? That's a horse of a different color, right? So we can talk about that too. But this this right here, numbers uh, can, can be manipulated, but it is there, though, you know. Those interceptions, though. Yeah, Jig, yeah, there was a lot of interceptions. Tony, Tony Romo is such an underrated passer. Yeah, I, I love that ratio. 81 touchdowns his first three years. And uh, he, even though he had the INTs, but look at that percentage, 94 QBR or something like that. That's, that's still nice. That's still nice, though. But neither here nor there, guys. I just want to be able to pull up these facts, man. I don't want to pull up those numbers so I can just talk to you guys about that. It is what it is. Uh, so, in closing, Dak Prescott, you got Dak Prescott right here. You got Carson Wentz right here. Should they be in the same room? No, but they are. It is what it is. And I'm not trying to make this up. I pulled it up the facts. I wish somebody else can pull up the facts too and show me otherwise. But I can only read what I see. So, it is what it is at this time. I'm going to give a quick shout-out to those that's in the chat box. Jay Buck, man, appreciate you for tuning in to the nation. Daniel Meza, appreciate you for always being part of this thing. Mr. Ford, 150. Romo just had bad timing for his interceptions, though. Yeah, you, you're right. One can argue the fact that Detroit Lions game, always going to burn in my eyes. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, that five-interception game uh, against the Chicago Bears one year, that was horrible. Uh, 2012 uh, win or go home game against the, uh, the the RG knee. You win, you're in the playoff, you're out, you know, if you lose. And he passed a horrible pass to uh, Miles Austin. It was picked off. Uh, it was another pass that was picked off when he tried to pass the ball to the flats too. Uh, my, my guy, um, the running back, I forgot his name. That's how crazy I am today. You know, I've got the running back name, you know. He went to go play for Filthy, too. So it is what it is. Damien, uh, say prime time. What's up, man? Shout out to you, man. Thank you for tuning in to the nation. Shot Jackson, appreciate you, man. What's up, Law Cowboy Nation? All day, even twice on Sunday. Terrence Taylor, yes, we will win out. That's what I'm talking about. I had us going 10 and 6, but I will settle for I will settle for 11 and 5 any day. Um, 
if Romo made one mistake, the game was over, Dollar Ninja. I can agree to certain factors, you know, because the defense was porous at times. But uh, he did have some nasty defense on the early end of his playing career. Tony Romo is a gunslinger. Yes, David Alexander. Thank you for making the donation to help grow the nation. I agree. I agree. I do agree. Tony Romo gunslinger all day i just wish the gunslinger would have got just one super bowl out of out, out of his luxurious career he should at least have one. Oh six, we understood he fumbled the ball but oh seven was like okay we all at the edge of our seats and it was another year we can throw in 2014 but before that 2014 uh it was another year that we lost to the uh <clears throat> our offensive line just gave up on us it was a year we played against the vikings i believe what year that was was it was that 2010 or was it 2011? I think it was 2010, or or it could be. Uh, we when we played the Vikings, and all I could do is I can hear that horn, and it just gives me chills to this day. Tony Romo was running for his life, and Sidney Rice, man, he caught this pass, on, and and I think uh, Gerald Sensabar still not turning his head around for the ball. It was 2011. Appreciate you, Joseph. I, that's that one game there. 2011 hunts me more than anything. It was 09. It was one of those games. Uh, thank you, Miss Scouting Pro. She's always in the mix, bringing up facts, man. Uh, thank you, Miss Scouting Pro, for bringing that up. But um, it was a crazy year, man. Romo can't pass. <laughs> he can't catch for the passes for the receivers. Yes, Jay, he can't catch passes for the receiver. Man, I appreciate y'all for loving the show. The things that you can do to help this show out and grow this thing beyond uh, making the donations. There's a like button. Smash that like button. Drop the forearm on that like button. Put the like button. Punch it right in the mouth and put it in the chokehold. And once you like it, hit that subscribe button. It's on flames right now. Let's make this thing just blow up. I really want that flame button like this, man. When you guys see that flame out there, I really, 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 really. Let me see if I can find it right quick. Because the flame is cool. But I want fire. I want this thing to be like this, man. I want it to be like this, so hot that you guys, when y'all turn on to the nation, you'll see this thing just growing. And I want over, you know, all you guys to be a part of this thing and share this thing. And we can get this thing going in the right direction. Yeah, Romo had DeMarco. Yeah. The thing is, now, what handicapped DeMarco, I'm trying to go. But you guys bringing up the pass, which I'm really close to. 31-3. David Alexander, although it was 31-3, I think that game was closer than what it appeared to be it's just that all of a sudden that horn man that horn I, to this day man that horn i wake up and i just just bring cold hives and chills all down my body man let me show y'all man what that horn um uh, sound like man it's just it's just a crazy horn man whenever they sacking tony romo uh, and they'll come back around i like ah uh, another sack it was crazy that day, man. I was losing my mind, man. But that was a game that I thought that we were going to at least, at least, because Brett Favre against the Cowboys, his overall record was, like, horrible. And I said, like, okay, this will be a game that this is going to be the year for Tony Romo. But whenever I look up, I've been sitting there hearing that horn, and it still echoes in my mind. So if you guys want to scare the hell out of me, just hit that horn when you see me live, and I'll be like, ah, I know where they're coming from, man. I appreciate all you guys. I just showed you guys a little soft side to me right <laughs> i hate that horn man i thought about it so so now we got something we got uh lve uh the chant with the with the dog yelling and the wolves yelling i like that that's what i always wanted with the cowboy nation and i love the fact that if you go live to the game just like this weekend we got an experience cowboys experience at www.cowboysxp and or cowboys experience and you can have a chance to be with us we hanging out with drew Pearson, the original 88. We're hanging out with Two Tall Jones, Lincoln Coleman. He will be in the mix. These some legends, guys. These some legends, you know. You know, Lincoln Coleman. Shout out to you, though. He got a ring, though, you know. But uh, we also will be with... Um with, with Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, uh, Jeff Heath. Zach, uh, <laughs> hey, my guy, Vach Lombardi, I always say that Jeff Heath 
is a, a Hall of Fame player at the last two minutes of any game, you know, because he's always make those plays, and I like that. Uh, I just love what he does out there on the field. Yeah, the howl, Chris Torres. I'm going to have to find me a soundbite for that howl, though. Uh, it's going to be nasty, man. When I Once I find that soundbite, man, it's going to be just real medieval. I'm just going to be playing it all the way around when we do these live games, man. But you guys know how it go, man, one way or another, man. Like I said, we really – we must win. We must continue to grow this thing. We must continue to band together, be together, and be on the same page with each other. As you guys see the fire in the background, this is how hot the Cowboy Nation should be. Hot boys all day, even twice on Sunday, right? Let's go, Cowboy Nation. One way or another, that's been my time. I really thank you for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Salute. I'm out. Let's go. Yes. Yes. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Yes. I see y'all out there, man. I'll let you know if Michael Gallup confirmed, Mike. I'll let you know, man. Yes. Let's get this thing going, baby. Don't forget to hit that like button, share this content. Yes. Stand up off your seat. Let's get ready. Let's be filthy. Let's beat them. Let's let's go, Cowboy Nation. Get crunk, baby. This is the crunk hour right now. Let's get crunk, baby. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Don't forget to put your score prediction down. Put that score prediction down, baby. Yes. Let's close that gap up, man. We coming, Philly. Open up that can, right? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Cowboys, dilly dilly, 44 to 6. Yes. Yes. Come on, defense. Yes. Nothing but the best. We are-